Welcome to Postcards from China, a special episode brought to you by Eastern Margins, Tong, and the China Britain Business Council. I'll be your host, Anthony Ko, representing Eastern Margins, a music collective dedicated to platforming music from the margins of East and Southeast Asia and the diaspora. Postcards from China is a collection of interviews, music, and soundscapes, introducing various perspectives in music from different corners of China's vast contemporary creative scene and youth culture. From Shenzhen's urban skyscrapers to the quiet riverside city of Nanchong, today we'll be diving into the intersection of music and tradition with Temple Rat from Nanchong. Before zooming through the impact of rapid urbanization on the developing electronic music scene in Shenzhen by Warm Chains, we will then hear from British-born artist Harry Kiri, who will explain how he managed to infiltrate and build the rap scene from the ground up in Chengdu. To close, we'll have Shanghai native Difan. Who provides insight into the city's rich creative scene and the impact of China's breakneck digital tech innovation on music? Our first postcard is from Temple Rat, originally from Nanchong in Sichuan, a landlocked province in the southwest of China, known for abundant natural resources and the beauty of its natural landscape. Unlike larger cities that have been shifting their economies from labor-focused industries to technology and innovation, Nanchong is largely dependent on agriculture and food production. With a majority of its population in rural areas, Nanchong is considered a small city in Chinese terms. It's classified as a Tier Four city, the bottom tier in the informal classification of Chinese city sizes. In spite of this, it still has a population of just under two million, showing the scale and size of China's population. Temple Rat will be giving insight into the urban and rural experience. Electronic dance music and culture was non-existent in China pre-1980, with the first parties mostly organized and attended by foreign exchange students. Before growing more mainstream in the last two decades, with the emergence of both big commercial clubs and an exciting underground scene, at a young age, Temple Rat learned the erhu, a traditional Chinese stringed instrument similar to that of the violin. Later, incorporating electronic music into her craft as a producer and a DJ. She explores the intersection of tradition, electronic music, and identity in modern China, and her experience meeting other creatives exploring similar lines of inquiry in their creative process. The traditional Chinese music was my early musical education, and it has a deep effect on me. In the last thirteen years. China was developing so fast. It seems that traditional Chinese music today does not have many young listeners anymore. Who would even know about its existence? And I remember the folk music department of my university, where I could listen to the sounds of the traditional instrument, like the shao, pipa, guzheng, and erhu or suona. But Now, today, many students are learning the piano and other Western classical instrument, and forget about the beautiful turn of our past. For me, the traditional music still play a very, very important role, but it seems to be slowly consumed in the modern Chinese society. So, I will continue it to innovate it. And blended with a modern term. My childhood experience is very, very happy in Nanchong. While I was in the high school, I used to study music in Chengdu, which opened my door of my musical perception. 
so Chengdu become my second home. I think it must be the same in the UK or somewhere else in the world. Think about it: the small town, you don't need work too much, you don't have the big ambition in your life, but you can fully enjoy your life and work less. But you cannot develop yourself in the way you would like to. So personally, for me, the whole Sichuan province is like this because life in there is too easy and too much fun. So from time to time, you get the lazy like panda, and it's hard to developing the new style. But back to Shanghai, the place where I live in now, this is a city that always changing. This city is teaching me more independent. More, how to stronger to face a challenge, and also the music is a border. The more opportunity arising to discuss with other different artists in the city. So what this city bring me is real growth. The music I want to recommend it is from Hoi Li, which is last year he released at Belgian label called Moloka Records, and this album names called Mengzhong Wuxi. Why I recommend this because in this particular song he uses an instrument which is I never ever can imagine this instrument can mix with electronic music, and he did it. <laughs> I got to know Howeli very earlier in my Chengdu day when he came to the Chengdu performance. It's about five or six years ago, so I still remember one funny thing. I asked him which musical instrument has the most Chinese sound. And you know what he said? Suona. You know what is a suona? <laughs> suona is a one instrument. It's very important part of a Chinese. Funeral. So when the people die, the first row, the people who play the instrument is must be suona. Standing is very professional size suona. The sounds is very high, the pitch, and it's too unique. So this music instrument, how can be like mixed with electronic music? It's impossible. 
So this year, Lee's released a new album, which is Chinese name called the Mengzhong Wuqi, and he used this sauna. He made it. I'm so happy of it. It's all about time and experience. And the Electron Music in China in the stage of repair grows, and a new artist arise. What was、um, male demanded new become a stage of the people from a various background with many females DJ or LGBT people. No matter the appearance, our underground music has become the reflection of our generation lives and experience. I want to share with everyone. It's called the In the City, which is come from a chromatics. This particular track is reminds me a lot of a good memory while still live in my hometown. Share the story before I recommend the second song. Few years ago, while traveling to Barcelona, it's just very coincident. I passed by one record shop called the Disco Paradise, and in this shop, I found one of my favorite album. This album is come from 1989. It's made by a Mexico producer called Antonia Zepeda. The music style is experimental folk world music. And it's very, very mysterious. Thank、you 
That was Temple Rat, discussing traditional instrumentation in contemporary Chinese culture, her experience of both rural and urban life, and insight into the creative scene exploring the intersection of heritage and electronic music in China today. Next, we have Warm Chains, a DJ and producer in Shenzhen, located on the Pearl River Delta across the border from Hong Kong, one of the most densely urbanized regions in the world. Shenzhen is considered to be one of China's economic powerhouses, driven by a transition from manufacturing hub to capital of tech and cultural innovation, with the third highest GDP after Beijing and Shanghai. As a city of migrants, it can be famously hard to find anyone in Shenzhen with history spanning further back than a generation. And that human energy underpins the city's cultural industry, which is growing rapidly along its three other key industries of tech, finance, and logistics. Giving us her perspective of seeing such rapid change in the city will be Warm Chains, who discusses the importance of physical spaces to the development of Shenzhen's young music scene and dig into what binds the city's creative community together. Electronic music in China is young and accelerating, with even Tencent producing major electronic music talent TV shows to try and replicate the success with Rap of China, a reality TV show credited with making hip-hop mainstream in China. Relative to this, Shenzhen's underground music and club scene is quite young. Warm Chains will be taking us through the importance of having spaces for the development of creative communities and scenes such as Oil Club that was established in Shenzhen three years ago, seen by many as Shenzhen's first real underground club. Oil's success is rooted in its commitment to both exciting new homegrown talent from Shenzhen and wider China, creating an exciting environment which is becoming a popular stop on the touring circuit for world-class international DJs and musicians. For me, the growth of Shenzhen has been so fast, and because of this, the city can sometimes feel a bit transient, with everything constantly changing. There isn't much to provide a constant in our lives here. There are also not many locals here. Lots of people move here after spending time in other cities. In comparison, I think the city has a lot of raw energy and potential. After spending some time in Shanghai, I moved back to Shenzhen because seeing venues like Oil grow was definitely something I wanted to be a part of. Since I moved back to here, I have found that because the creative scene is quite young, people mostly work in their nine to six jobs, so it can feel a bit isolating sometimes. Most people here don't care too much about music. They don't have the privileges as some of the other major cities like Shanghai, because a lot of pop, hip hop songs were the most popular when we were growing up, and most people aren't too familiar with club and dance music culture in the city. So the first song I would like to recommend, which is a song that really inspired me when I was young. It called "So Crazy" by Kokoli. It has a little rhythm of R&B, also with the classic hip hop dance music video. I think it is probably one of my favorite Chinese tunes from early 2000s. Ladies and funky gentlemen. This is the Coco Lee track. The Coco Lee. Check it out. Uh, what's that? What? Uh, what's that? Uh. Uh. 
We don't really have that many physical spaces together where people can organize monthly events. We used to just go to random raves under tunnels or random DIY spaces, bars. It was just pretty raw. These days, Oil as a venue in Shenzhen is unique. There are so many good clubs playing amazing music in cities like Shanghai, but. And here, Oyo is the first truly open-minded and forward-thinking venue with a passion to promote artists in our scene. In my opinion, having open-minded venues is so important for a city to develop its music scene and talent. I also have some artist friends who are looking for cheap places to try and run creative spaces here. Also, like、um, art studios or record shops, so I think it's definitely a good start. We need these opportunities to bring the community together and to have spaces to foster creativity. This track, "Centrifugal Force" by Basic, really represents our Shenzhen scene. Basic is a really good, mature music producer, DJ. He was born in Nanjing and is now in Shenzhen. He's definitely our local talents, and this track definitely our club banger. It's the number one choice for every DJ to play on peak time. Enjoy.
In Shenzhen, it's also a bit more of a casual bar culture. People want to find entertainment after work, which I totally get. People want to go out to hang out, drink, have fun, and try something new. And for me, I want to be able to share new and interesting sound. In terms of promotion, we keep it pretty casual. I think if we actively told people we play a specific type of club music, they wouldn't be interested. Instead, I try and not take my sets too seriously. I want to let people relax, try to be down to earth, and get people into a pretty good mood. Also, share the sounds that I want to share as it gets going. Shenzhen has a very different music culture to other cities, but that's because it's young. Cities like Shanghai have been established for over ten years. For artists like me, it's so important to have physical spaces to meet. With most DJs in Shenzhen in the scene, we only see each other at oil on the weekends. If we weren't playing, we might not see each other. We definitely need more established venues in the city. The scene is so raw, and there's so much potential. When people hear some of the songs we play, they dance crazier compared to other cities because the sounds are just so new to them. The reason why I chose Haifi because I think she just really inspires me. When she DJs here in Shenzhen, the crowd reaction was amazing, especially to this track. It is so complex, and this is quite a difficult track to play, but. When it gets played in the club, it has such an incredible energy that the crowd loves. Songs were selected by Warm Chains from Shenzhen, who gave a perspective on the development of club culture in one of China's fastest-growing cities. Our next postcard is from Harry Curie, a British-born Chengdu-based producer, sound designer, and DJ, who gives their perspective on the Chinese music scene as an outsider who became a foundational part of China's massive rap scene. Harry Curie explores how his influences have developed over time to shape Chengdu's sound, 
and the impact of working across the broader Chinese music scene and the diaspora has had on his craft. With prolific collaborations including renowned Chinese artists Higher Brothers, Bohan Phoenix, and Howie Lee, and most recently, Korean-American rap star Jay Park. Hip-hop in China, at its inception, was dominated by politically charged scenes in Beijing and Shanghai of the 1990s, rapping in Mandarin to create a more boom-bap staccato style. Today, a new wave of Chinese hip-hop is erupting in Sichuan, known for its strong trap influences. Some credit this to the local Sichuan dialect's distinct rising and falling tones that lend itself to the genre originally from the US South, opening up the phonological possibilities restricted by standardized Mandarin. Central to the region's rise are artists from Chengdu, spearheading a new style infusing trap sounds with rapping in Mandarin and local dialects, giving a focus to representing their local culture. Buoyed by a grassroots movement, the Chinese rap scene took a massive injection through reality TV competition, Rap of China, which started in 2017 and has propelled rap into mainstream attention across the country, accumulating over a billion views, with several contestants reaching nationwide stardom and major record deals. Many rappers who compete in Rap of China are from Chengdu and Sichuan, and the influence of Chengdu's sound can be heard all over the world today, with international crossover hits from Higher Brothers and Bohan Phoenix with strong ties to the city, paving the way for a new generation of both homegrown and diaspora Chinese talent taking the world by storm. One of the questions that people ask me is really, what's my motivation for wanting to come to China at all? And it's quite strange. There are Chinatowns in every country, pretty much, but no one really knows what's going on in Chinatown, especially if you're not Chinese. So I was always really intrigued by that. I think uh, <laughs> it was kind of the spur that I needed to make me want to go and explore. So I actually first moved to Beijing as the second year of my degree. So I studied Chinese at university in London and the second year was a year abroad. And then, yeah, while I was there, I spent all my time doing music related things, actually, just because I noticed there wasn't much electronic music, bass music around when I got there. So after that, obviously, I moved back to London to finish my degree. And then afterwards, I did a tour and one of my tour starts was Chengdu. And yeah, I really loved the city, so made the choice that after my tour I'd move there. And then yeah, it just so happens that when I moved, I realized trap music was really on the come up at the time. And yeah, it was just the perfect fit. She be round my sway because the limelight. She be round Jay cause he got that sound right. She around stars cause she wanna shine bright. And I don't blame her. And I don't blame her. How could I blame her? And I don't blame her. Yeah. Say, I get the link to Jada Toyota. Fumusha she be round J-Mac because he rhyme tight She be round my sway because the limelight She be round Jay because he got that sound right
That was Blame by Harakiri, Bohan Phoenix, Masu Wei, and J-Mag, all Chengdu affiliated rappers who have been central to honing the city's sound. The song represents the diversity of the scene, with Bohan Phoenix having spent his formative years in New York, Chengdu local Masu Wei of Higher Brothers, and J-Mag, a Sudanese rapper who has embedded himself into the scene, are some of Harry Carey's most frequent collaborators. I think musically, yeah, a lot's changed since coming to China. One of the big differences is I've been mostly focused on mainstream music. My change in focus and change in aim has kind of heavily influenced the music I'm making in general. It's been a lot of culture shocks actually, moving from underground music, moving from like Western culture, and then also the language and <laughs> in general cultural barriers. Yeah, it's been a lot of change. I feel like a lot of Chinese mainstream music plays by the rules quite a lot. Like if you hear maybe 10 to 15 songs, you can kind of expect what the next 10 to 15 songs will be. So I think mainly what I've been injecting into music has been the unexpected, but also doing it in a way that still makes sense to people here. I think that since moving to Chengdu, actually, one of the key things I found myself doing is going backwards and trying to find a deeper understanding of the music that defines the way that people see me. So, for example, me doing hip-hop as a black person, people are just like, oh, it makes sense. But because I'm not American, hip-hop's not first musical language for me, if that makes sense. So I've spent a lot of time researching that. This is Sasa BGM by Vanita a rapper from Fujian on China's eastern coast, produced by Harry Kiri. The Chinese rap scene contains a lot of female representation, with Vanita exemplifying the scene's intense and raw energy. You know, it's been a long time and I never hear that shit before, baby. <laughs> you really need that. You really need that. in a way because I spend a lot of time analyzing what it is that people think they want and working out what it is that I want to show them and the journey that I want to take people on which obviously a lot of that begins with the vocalists that I'm working with because they're the ones who convey the message most directly so it begins with convincing them and then slowly but surely their fans and people who can hear music beyond the lyrics they're catching on that there's something special going on which yeah, it's always good. 
I also find that there's actually a really big disconnect in the music that mainland Chinese want versus overseas Chinese. Like, it's very, very different. I think I've spent a lot of time straddling the lines of what it is that different types of people in different areas will like and how to find that middle ground that everyone still likes it in China and yet people from where I'm from will also really enjoy the music that we're making. To close, we have Promise by Ma Wei and Korea's Jay Park, demonstrating the growing international collaboration across Asia's different rap scenes at a mainstream level. That I can promise you, that I can promise you, yeah. Uh, there's only one thing that I can promise you. I love you. I'll give it all up for you. If you wanted to, it'd be nothing to me. No, I got just to wait the minute. There's only one thing that I can promise you, that I can promise you, yeah. Uh, there's only one thing that I can promise you, I love you. You don't you run so far, couldn't There's only one thing that I can promise you, that I can promise you. There's only one thing that I can promise you. I love you. Representing Chengdu, that was Harry Kiri, tracing the city's emergence as the capital of hip-hop in China, whose sound is now reaching audiences around the globe and giving insight into growing a music scene in the decades since his move to China.
Bringing our journey to a close will be Defun of Shanghai Community Radio, also known as SHCR, a musician in her own right. She'll be providing a perspective into China's unique live streaming ecosystem. SHCR was founded in 2017 and acts as a broadcast hub and virtual space, forging connections across China's vast underground music network. As a Shanghai native, Defon traces how the city and creative scene have changed in her lifetime, the role of live streaming in relation to more traditional media forms, and the importance of both physical and digital presence in the contemporary Chinese media space. When I was younger, there wasn't much of a nightlife scene in the way it's none today. Underground music historically referred to rock or experimental music like noise or ambient. So clubs and dancing to music all night as a form of entertainment was quite foreign to us when I was a kid. Of course, there were KTVs and some big and flashy、uh, commercial clubs. I think the first proper club in Shanghai was Shelter, which opened over ten years ago. So it shows how young the dance music and club scene still is here. Everything in Shanghai also changes much faster than in other countries, so there is a lot of uncertainty in this city. But this sort of uncertainty gives a lot of inspiration to music and the arts. Historically,、uh, Shanghai has always been a cultural hub in China. I think. So it's a great place if people want to try something new. People here are pretty open. With this sort of dance and underground culture having been here for over a decade now. First track I picked is "Gan Qing Sheng Huo" by Wang Fei Fei Wang. This is an early inspiration.、Uh, it's probably the first cassette I bought when I was a kid. It sounded quite different from other C-pop songs played on radio or TV around that time. Also, I think the the MV is quite unique. It's her fighting a cockroach or something. So overall, I think she is a very unique figure in the pop scene around that time.
today I think live streaming is very different to other ways artists engage with their audience. The feedback and dialogue between the two are very interactive. This makes it much more dynamic than pre-recorded uh, videos or even physical live shows in a way. It's much easier for people to type comments online compared to going up to a performer to tell them how they feel in person. It's much more honest, I think. Live streaming provides a lot of value to newer and growing artists. They don't get as many opportunities to play or tour, so it's a good way to gain exposure and reach global audiences. In things which are, are not so geographically focused to more like-minded people, of course, live shows are still one of the best and most immersive form of music. But live streaming is a great platform for people based in places which club culture is not so developed. Second track I pick is San San's Arthropods Continent, feat Li Jianhong. So San San has been active in Shanghai's alternative music scene for over a decade, from Duck Fight Goose to her own project. I think both her visual presence and, and her sound create a surreal yet very playful world. SHCR, it's important for us to have a physical studio to come in. We had considered accepting and broadcasting mixes at some point, 
but I think this demolished the life and community aspects of the radio station. It is definitely better to have artists around in the studio. Sometimes they bring their friends and we get to know more developing artists in the city. Third track I picked that I think explores collaboration between my style of music with a wider Chinese diaspora music scene is Tu Xing's uh, 日出东方唯我不败 so I think this track is very interesting. First of all, Dongfang Bubai literally means the invincible East, and they are probably the most memorable character in Jin Yong's Wuxia universe. I think Dongfang Bubai is like a lot of Chinese people's childhood memories. Also, Su Xing has managed to deliver like a Wuxia cinematic vibe in modern techno form. That was Defun from SHCR, providing insight into how the Shanghai creative scene has grown in their lifetime and the cultural context of live streaming, the fastest growing market of China's blossoming entertainment sector. I hope you enjoyed this exploration of China's diverse geographical and cultural landscape. A special thank you to our guests, Temple Rat, Warm Chains, Harikiri, and Defun for their valuable insights into youth culture from their corners of the country. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Anthony Ko taking you through this episode special, Postcards from China, made in collaboration with Tong and the China-Britain Business Council. If you want to hear more, DM us at Eastern Margins or Tong Global for cities you want to hear more about from us.